after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good hands and now a word from our sponsors hey everybody welcome to after these messages the podcast where we talk about commercials television commercials to be specific we talk about good ones we talk about bad ones and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this you know what i'm not buying this you gotta come a little harder dog you gotta figure it out my name's andrew walsh and i'm here with Genevieve has. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. Thanks for covering for me yesterday that was, or last week. That was fun. Uh, well, it was it may have been fun for you. It was nerve wracking for me. And I think I w- managed to stay on uh, on tape for about 10 minutes before I just fled in terror. Yeah, that's what I meant. It was fun for me not to have to do the show. <laughs> uh, I want to go on a schedule where we do we co-host every other show and you go solo every other show no i'll do it once every two years which is the cadence yeah. we're on now okay well today we're back on track and um i will say you put together today's show because i don't even know what's in this show today because there's a bunch of commercials that you have collected specifically to scare me that's right um you have a lot of let's say some of them rise to actual phobias. Some of them are just sort of areas of discomfort. I mean, I have a lot. I would say I have the same amount as any healthy human. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I picked some that I think are really, really going to trigger you. Uh, some of them I think you'll have seen before. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this idea in the past when we've been just watching TV. Uh, but this one, this time I kind of went looking for things that I thought would be especially unpleasant for you and all of your... Um, in all of your glorious psychology. And maybe, I don't know if this will make you more healthy or less healthy, but I'm sure you'll come out somehow a changed man. Huh. This is punishment then for last week? Or, is that what, or therapy. Is that what's going on? Um, and we have, uh, we will be checking in with the ad council, as yes. we always do. And I understand that our voicemail line continues to ring with the sweet sounds of people singing their favorite jingles. Yes, the jingles continue to roll in. Thank you, everybody. If you don't hear yours today, rest assured it's coming. We just don't want to completely blow our wad in one show. Which is not, as we learned on the show, a coarse expression. That's right. It has to do with military stuff. Yes, wadding. Wadding. All right, let's get into this. Just let it go a little bit, okay? Oh, sure. There's a noise <laughs> what is this? I tried so hard not to use kids' music on this show, but I couldn't find anything perfect. And then I found this is from something called Kid Zone. Oh, not not Kids Bop. That's different. No, this is Kid Zone. Scary, scary cat. I don't even know what the cat is saying. It sounds like our friend Snacks the Bunny. Yes, it's a, there's some sort of uh, vocal uh, alt, like changer going on there. Well, okay, I guess we got to get into it. At some point, you have to stop the music, right? That's right. Even though it is demonstrably the best part of the show. Let's start with one that I know you'll recognize because this was the this actually was the one that kicked off the idea, and we had actually talked about it. Um, this is for a product, um, Dixie Paper Plates. And it is uh, designed to 
show you how stre- how how much weight a Dixie paper plate can sustain. And the way they do it, I remember is by this having, one. Uh, the mom walk across a tightrope that looks like it's about thirty feet off the ground, um, carrying two full, like huge, heavy stakes on paper plates, one in each hand, and she walks across using them as like balancing weight to her family on a on a rooftop across the street to serve them steaks on these these paper plates. And this plays into a bunch of my fears. Number one, my Steak. fear of heights. Yes. Second, my fear of dead cows. Your fear of no. like arterios arterios what is what do you get from bad arteries? Oh um arteriosclerosis. I don't know, but I got it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh I'm scared of heights and I'm scared of messes. And because I'm scared of messes, I hate this commercial is actually. Just wait very till we effective. get later in the show uh, then. This commercial is effective because when you have a cheap ass paper plate and you're let's say you're at a picnic or something and the juice is starting to soak through it and it's yeah. getting soft and it looks like it's gonna fall, that is something that is both just uh, undesirable, but also somewhat uh, frightening. Can you talk say. a little bit about your fear of heights before we actually get any further? Because you have, when I met you, I, I knew that you didn't love heights, but you were also someone who had gone on like some of the biggest roller coasters in the country. Um, the biggest I was, at one point. Yeah, I was, I was kind of misled in some ways into thinking mm. that I had a roller coaster buddy in you picking want your you money as a back? partner. And I don't. Uh, which is a topic for a different day and setting, probably. Um, but like your there will be lawyers of, involved. Your fear of heights has really kind of ramped up over the decades, right? Yeah, it really has. It's weird. I mean, when I was a kid, I was scared of heights. I was scared of roller coasters. I wouldn't go on roller coasters or tall slides. When my I remember my dad and my sister would go up on those really tall slides in water parks, and I did not. The idea of climbing the ladder or whatever it was, the long staircase to get there frightened me then i got to be a teenager and i was still going to this place cedar point uh which is this world, america's roller coast it's america's roller coast there in uh, sandusky ohio and uh at it's like some the only point, place in ohio that i would live <laughs> and you're not even you don't even mean sandusky you mean i mean cedar, cedar point. point yeah um yeah and i maybe it was just because uh, i didn't want to be embarrassed in front of my friends in high school i don't know what it was but i got in i got into roller coasters i remember the first one i went on was one of the smaller ones some friend Probably my friend Sean like kind of shepherded me through which roller coasters to go yeah, on. Yeah, we know and how build we know how people up. get hooked on drugs. You're, that's exactly what you're right, describing. Right, right. Someone pushed a little roller coaster on you and said, "Just try it." <laughs> they said, "Hey, kid, you like to coast? <laughs> I got something that'll really make you coast." Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I have such fond memories of waiting in line, just going on the same roller coaster over and over and over again in a row. This particular one called. Um, uh, what the Magnum XL two thousand or something? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a condom or a roller? Co- hold on, hold on. Let's look this up. Am I right? Cedar Point. At one point, this was the tallest and fastest roller coaster in the world too. Um, Cedar Point Magnum. I think it was just called the. The Magnum XL 200 oh, the, is what it was. It's, the t- it's only 200. <laughs> yeah, no. The, but I just remember, like, not only was it a very tall roller coaster at one, at one point. Now, I mean, it's not shrinking, but <laughs> <laughs> which is, it just happens with roller coasters after they get older. Um, but uh, it was just a really, really fun ride. And I remember one day me and my friend Tony were there with some other friends. And the lines, you know this, on the days when the lines are short, you can just kind of get in line, go ride them over oh, and over Oh, hell yeah, and over baby. Again. We went there with your parents on a weekday last a couple summers ago. 
uh, I think maybe just last summer even. And mm-hmm. oh my God, it was because you guys didn't really none of you but like yeah, now really I don't ride go on, on rides. Anymore. So now I can go and as a as a single rider, mm-hmm. you really get to skip the lines because they're always looking for someone to like go with an odd numbered party. Oh, the single riders. And we made that song yet. Um, And I know why you haven't. Uh, Yeah, but I don't know what happened. I guess I got out of the habit of it. And now my fear of heights is crippling. Like it is just. You can't go on a ski lift. You can't go up on like a first one story roof. Can you get on a ladder? I mean, I could get on the first couple of steps of a ladder. I don't know how high I could go. It's really, it's getting really bad. And it really is to the point where seeing commercials, I think I could be wrong about this, but I think the idea for this phobia show was this commercial, which I guess I'll play it. You already described it. Um, and I don't think I was paying that much attention. I looked up at the screen. I saw this one woman walking on this uh, tightrope, and I kind of gasped a little bit. And yeah. you looked at me and said, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> like, it's it was just like a, you know, a, a, a Dixie paper plate commercial. And it legitimately just scared me. The idea of people being in high places scares me now. How did we test our improved Dixie Ultra plates? With two pounds of steak. In each hand. I mean, that is scary though, right? Yeah, I I don't want to... I'm not afraid of heights at all. I don't want to be on a tightrope. I don't know how to walk on a tightrope. So the idea of being made to go out on a tightrope is scary to me. Um, You've jumped out of airplanes, though. I did jump out of an airplane, um, and I would do that again. Um, but so it's not the heights that bother me. It's, it's just like I don't like I've been on zip lines. I enjoy that. Oh, good grief. OK, what's this next? Speaking one? of. Oh, no. Are you going to hit me twice with two heights? Well, ones? these are sort of by category. OK, um, so we're going to deal with heights first, since I think that's kind of at the top of your your phobia. And at the end of chart. this, you think that I'll be over my phobias. Or you'll be like a quivering blob. Just a puddle on the floor. Yes. Um, this is for Geico. And I don't know if you remember this one. There are a number of ads out there that feature zip lines. We've featured one um, that's for a credit union. I think Navy Federal Credit Union. Oh, yeah. And the jerk makes her friend. She like pushes her friend. She pushes her friend off the platform. But you never really see anybody zip lining in that one. And then there's another one we looked at recently. Um, that uh, Honda CHR commercial where Rapunzel uses her hair to zip oh, yeah, line right, down yeah. a, a thing uh, to get into the car. This is a little bit older. It's a few years older. But do you remember briefly Geico in their one of their many, many, many campaigns used this pig that would like be oh, out yeah. in the world and like be on airplanes yeah. or talking to people or whatever? Yeah. In fact, didn't it jump out of an airplane too? Probably. I mean, it did a lot of stuff. It was a real busy pig is what I'm saying. I I mean, that pig gets around. I forgot about that pig. (laughs) Well, um, this is a pig that is, you know, these Geico ads, like the jokes can sometimes really land. And when they do, I'm happy to give them all the credit in the world. And sometimes it's just like a really thin conceit that they don't have any. It's like one. It's a one note joke that someone came up with. And they said, like, just throw it. Keep going. Just keep going. So this is a pig that is zip lining and saying we, like a pig yes, that goes we all the way home. I remember home. this. Yeah. And as it's zip lining down, it somehow passes another zip liner, which is a guy. But what I thought, why I thought of this for you was that it, it really lingers on their experience up high above the trees in the zip line. Okay, let me see. Guys, I don't remember the visuals on this that well. Wee! 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 
adrenaline. <laughs> I don't, you know what? Now that I'm watching that, I don't know if I have seen that one. I remember... I remember that pig. I don't know if I've seen that one. For the record, maybe we can use this as an opportunity to talk about the things that I'm not scared of. I'm not scared of pigs. Right. So that's cool. Yeah, super cool. What else you got? All right, one more height one. What? This this recalled for me a very specific memory. What does what does it recall a specific memory for you? Well, I just clicked on it and I see it's an AT and T ski lift commercial. It's two it's two friends sitting on a ski lift and they're kind of stuck up in you know sometimes the ski lift will stop for whatever reason because some dingus trips over their skis or whatever reason they have to stop the. The wheel turning. That's, by the way, to go back to the roller coaster thing, that right. is one, that's what finally broke me. I was at Cedar Point with you, I don't know, several years ago, five years ago or something. Yeah, because we've been, for people who don't live in Ohio, I prioritize going there when we can. Right, and we were there and we were going on some roller coasters. I was a little bit more timid than I had been in the past, but we were going on them and we were in line. You know, the lines can be really long, sometimes an hour wait. And the roller coaster we were waiting for paused for a little bit. It stopped. Something mechanically went wrong. And it was one of those roller coasters where people's legs dangle down. Mm-hmm. And they were just stuck up there. I don't think for that long. No, I, I assure you it wasn't that long because, because it, I would remember. Like, yeah. I don't remember it other than having heard you describe this experience to me. And I said, you know what? Um, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And I walked out of line. You stayed. I went to a locker where I had my camera stored and i grabbed my I camera remember, and i yeah. spent the rest of the day taking photos some beautiful photos by the way which we, we've uh, some of them we still have uh framed somewhere i think and if you uh if you're keeping score at home i'm not scared of cameras or photography <laughs> um <laughs> so that's another that's another point for me and i think that was the last time i ever went on a, a roller coaster i got you to go on one with me when we were there the last summer it was oh, at the yeah, very right. end of the day, and I somehow talked you into one of the newer ones, which is more like because you don't seem to have a problem with like going upside down. It's it's or it's being going fast. No, it's just the hill, the it's very the, first the, hill. It's that big clackety clack hill where you just you can't. I think what you've told me is the, in the past is that you cannot you can't even live with the possibility that you would have to get out of that car and walk even, down I'm, the stairs. Uh, you saying that gives me a tingle <laughs> across my body that I, it's hard to explain. My hands Yeah, it's sweaty. truly phobic. Um, yeah, no, the idea of... And you don't like being suspended, too. Yeah. Like even worse than sitting in a car is being suspended over something. You won't go on a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel would be the worst. Yeah, the absolute it's so worst. Well, I guess maybe the, either Ferris wheel or ski lift, going back to this commercial. And this, yeah. Like, wouldn't you rather be in, like, because, like, I've been in the London Eye, and then there's the one in Seattle where the car the cars are smaller, but they're still, it's a closed environment. You're essentially in a room that's moving up and down. So, but you, so you, but you couldn't be in a in a room that's going up high and coming. Well, down what low. I would do probably if somebody forced me to do that is I would go into the middle of the room and not look out the window, and I would just cling to the pole. Remember, also at Cedar Point, they have those um, kind of what do you call them? Sky rides, right? They're just like little buckets that buckets, cross the park. Yeah, um, and I. That's a good way of getting around the park, frankly. But I think the last time I went on that was with you, and I was just gripping the um, the pole in the middle, just. I was just, and these are smaller. They're about four people, two yeah. can sit on each side. And I just had a death grip on that thing. I remember 
you know, you pass cars that are going the other way. And you remember there was like a group of youth in the other car and they were like <laughs> having fun or something. I just was, I think I yelled at them to hang on or something like that. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, well, we also, years and years ago, um, before your fear was fully blown and also before I fully got that it was that serious, uh, which was sort of a bad, bad intersection, um, we went skiing and you got on one ski lift and it wasn't even like a ski lift that went up to some crazy height. It went up to like a, you know, a fairly small hill, but it was off the ground and boy, you did not enjoy it. No, I did not. So this is that, this is an AT&T commercial. Uh, do do we have to, Oh, I'll set it up. There's two men, um, sort of young men in their twenties sitting up on a ski lift. The ski lift has stopped. So they're sort of just stuck up there, uh, for whatever reason. And they're chatting, and one of them has his phone out, and he's getting um, he's getting a signal, even though they're kind of in the middle of nowhere, and he's talking to his friend. Hey, would you mind if I ask Sheila out? Of course not. We broke up six months ago. I don't think she'd go for a guy like... <laughs> she said she'd love to. She can't wait to see me. She's wanted me to ask her out for over a year now. <laughs> she just sent me a video. Hi, oh, can I see that? Yeah. <laughs> the and guy grabs his friend's phone and throws it. In the network, it. sparks fly faster. AT&T is getting faster. I remember that ad. That's a funny commercial. It is a great ad. And it's. it's uh, I think it's one of the rare ones where sometimes I think they make a mistake with ads where they show you the outcome of the, like their product works so well that there's a bad outcome, which obviously the guy's phone gets thrown away because he's got so oh, much yeah. connectivity. Um, but I think it's a, it, the joke really works there. Also, I don't know if why this matters to me, but like the guy who's the ex-boyfriend, I think is much hotter. He's than, got a Jason Manzukas vibe. Yeah, but like a but an even hotter Jason Manzukas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it kind of works for me that like I don't feel so sorry for him that he's getting kind of like humiliated. Yeah. Um, Put him on my commercial or, crush list. Are they are they stuck or are they moving? I can't well, it's, you can hear it grind to a oh, halt right oh, at the right. stop. So they're yeah. kind of right at the start. So they're kind of stopped there. Okay, what's up next? Okay, we're gonna leave the heights behind for a while. Good. But we're gonna visit some feet. Oh God, is this that gross toe commercial? There are a lot of gross toe commercials. They're so they're, nasty. They're so nasty. Some of them. Now, try- would you call this a phobia? Yes. I'm not scared of feet. I don't like think that they're gonna attack me. I just think you don't think gross. heights are gonna attack you. I do. <laughs> you have an you have a, an aversion that I think rises above some like I don't like roaches, but nobody likes roaches. I don't love feet. I mean, I don't think like a smelly foot is like a great thing or awesome an awesome thing. But like, I'll give someone a foot massage. I will get my feet massaged. I'll get my feet pedicured. It doesn't like horrify me to have my feet touched or touch other feet but i think it really does for you yeah i guess i wouldn't want to give somebody even you a foot massage yeah i know you know that but sometimes i do do you sort of sort around of. the ankle around the ankle <laughs> the ankle area sorry ladies he's <laughs> but the thing about these feet commercials <laughs> the thing about these feet commercials right is- around the ankle <laughs> the sexiest part of a woman <laughs> you ever see the movie far and away <laughs> There's a line in there where she, somebody scolds uh, her for uh, who's the actress in that? It's Tom Nicole Cr- Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Um, her and Tom Cruise met on that set, yes. I believe. I thought it was Days of Thunder, but you could be right. Oh, maybe. Maybe, nah, maybe it was you're one right. of those two. And somebody scolds Nicole Kidman's character for showing too much. Yeah, because she was supposed to be like a proper Irish lady, but then she abs- runs away with the farm boy. I saw it. So here's the deal with um, 
here's the deal. I don't. I, this is for Lamisil. Yeah, there are a lot of toe fungus These treatments out there. Feet fungus commercials are nasty to anyone. This has nothing to do with phobias. It's true. I picked. Some, These are the I nastiest the things. Ones. Yeah, I picked the grossest. This is ones. awful. So I'm gonna hit play on this. Oh, hey, hi, I'm Taker. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just a dermatophyte. You know what? So they've personified. A toe fungus here. Yeah, and, it's like a, and, a and they've named. He has Muppet. a whole. He has a whole bunch of commercials. His name is Digger. Oh, I know. Christ. Could not be grosser. He's like a little yellow gremlin, kind of like Pixar style animation. Uh, with like one gross tooth, and he's like he's got yellow a lazy and brown. eye. Got a lazy eye. What's with that? I mean, I don't know. Is that is that ableist? Well, I have a lazy eye, and I don't like being. You know, I don't like that. That quality being associated as something ugly and nasty. Well, contact the Anti-Defamation League, I guess. Do you remember when you found out I had a lazy eye when yes. we were first dating? Here's how I found out. I called you a lazy-eyed psycho as a as a gag, as a joke, and you said very seriously, and not, not in an offended way, oh, did you say that because I have a lazy eye? <laughs> we were brand new dating and you didn't know I had a lazy eye. <laughs> Oh, God. Don't mind me. I'm just a dermatophyte. You know, a nail infection. All I want is to get in here. Oh, Christ almighty. Yeah. It, it, Good Lord. I know. It, Good Lord. The, the little, the I'm little... not watching this. <laughs> oh, oh, but you don't have a phobia. No, come on. Digger <laughs> just goes up to this toe and lifts the toenail up like it's the hood of a car right. and digs underneath it and yeah. jumps in underneath it. Yeah, it's gross. It's not gross. I mean, it is gross, but it's also just like... That's a very painful idea of somebody taking your toe and peeling it completely up off your toe. But Andrew, that's what dermatophytes do. I mean, not literally. You can't get me with clippers or those surface treatments you try on your own. I'm in too deep in your nail bed. I'll make myself comfortable and invite a few friends. Settle in. Do you mean have thick, discolored, or And then a bunch nails? of him and his friends like, do. like dig into your the, the skin under the under the nail. I probably have that too. Oh God, this is nasty. All right, should I keep the rest, going? On the this? rest of it's just like all the side effects. Just like, yeah, uh, eyes might start bleeding. Right. All right. Well, my eyes are bleeding after that one. So you got a bunch of these. I don't want to do a bunch of these. Well, I don't know what you thought this show was going to be like. I don't know. Um, that's the price of me putting together the show. Yeah. My well, next you next week it's going to be try to do one that I won't like. That would be super to fun. Today, when you told me you were putting the show together and this was the topic, I was trying to think. Well, what would be a? What are you afraid of? I guess you're afraid of things being too clean. Yeah, that's clean. Things where, where commercials where things are clean are very scary to me. What are you scared of? Not anything really. You're scared of stuff. I can't think of anything. Aging. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe like some like Jennifer Aniston Avino nonsense. Well, not just that. When they show, and this is not, by the way, to be cruel to people who are older than us or people who are even our age or younger but are having to deal with things. Um, Because you and I have been really lucky health-wise so far. But um, I know that sometimes if we're watching like kind of a – you know, a weird channel late at night. Like, let's say we're watching Murder She Wrote right. on uh, uh, the Hallmark Channel. It's the Hallmark Murders, Mystery and Movies yeah, Channel. Murders but. and Movies. Um, and it's like, you know, midnight on a Wednesday, and we see some commercial for something. It's like a low budget commercial for a product that's supposed to help an elderly person deal with something that is just like, you know. It just, just makes aging look like a 
ceaseless torment basically yeah right like something like a like a shower with a yeah or you know one of those i fall and i can't get up buttons they're all yeah no it's true that is probably if i have something that's like i said a shower with a door i'm in a bathtub with a door but you know those things um but yeah like i think that if there's something that i find kind of distressing it's that not the not just not getting older i mean i i i love to tell people how old i am and i have no like you know i have no anxiety about saying like, I'm middle-aged, I'm 40, whatever. Um, The idea of being infirm, and like I see this in life too, when I see someone like trying to negotiate public transportation and they have, you know, they can barely lift themselves up onto the bus step and, you know, they're just like sort of creaking through life. Again, all the sympathy in the world for someone who's dealing with that, but it's very frightening to me. The idea of, yeah. yeah. But I think people people just rise to the occasion. I mean, that that's, is... That's, I think, my fear is that I am not someone who can rise to the occasion. Maybe that's my fear. <laughs> I don't know. You're a tough cookie. I am not. I'm going to hit uh, go on this. What is it? Curacao? It's another foot fungus remedy. Um, that last one I showed you was kind of animated, uh, like, characters. This has uh, got some real footage in it. Oh, God. I'm not laughing at that. What happens? <laughs> uh, okay, so it's got a, um, it's an, it's actually got a lot of stuff you don't like. It's got like public nudity. Um, there's a man who's basically nude, but sort of strategically draped, and he's posing for someone who's painting him, and his he's paint he's very handsome, or you know he's sort of conventionally handsome, but his feet. Uh, when we see them are uh, not as handsome because they've got the foot fungus. He's got the fungus. <laughs> His feet are not as handsome. Nail fungus embarrassing. He needs Carousel's new fungal nail renewal treatment. It's clinically proven Oh Wait, that's weird. Formula. It sounds like the beginning was cut off, huh? Oh, so, maybe it was. I, okay, so whatever. We don't know what the beginning of the sentence is. Nail fungus embarrassing. He needs Carousel's new fungal nail renewal treatment. It's clinically proven penetrating uh, formula restores God. healthy nail appearance fast. Carousel nail. Well, luckily that, went, that was like a quick band. It's a real quick one. That was just, yeah. Um, uh, you know what else I'm scared of? What? Like fractured sentences. <laughs> Is that a, what do, what do you call it? A, a sentence fragment. Oh, a sentence fragment? And this one kind of begins as a sentence fragment. Oh, so well. that's got a lot of scary so things. So it's a twofer. All right, one, How many more? One more foot one. And then we move on to another category. What is it? You'll see. Just hit play. Uh, oh, what is this one? This is this is for Arm & Hammer Foot Care. Um, and it is literally called Funky Feet Season. And they and go, I hate funk. I'm scared of funk. <laughs> hate, you hate the funk. Um, this is all about all the ways that feet can be gross. I mean, I found I was like, this one is just this one. I feel like they're they're trolling us kind of. It's funky feet season. Well, it's no wonder why your sweaty, stinky feet are making people cry. Stomp out the funk with the power of sweat-activated Fresh Guard technology from Arm & Hammer Foot Care. You see a man Step into the comfort zone. actually sniff his smelly shoe in this. Oh, God. All right, let me ask you this. Yeah. You have to make a commercial for Arm & Hammer Foot Care. Okay. What do you do? Well, do you instead of focusing on the nasty problem feet, do mm-hmm. you just skip right to the solution where everybody's walking around with nice smelling feet? Well, I looked at one and I almost included it, but it, there wasn't enough. It wasn't gross enough foot stuff I felt, but there's one for a product called Amopay, which is like a it's like a roller of sort of sand like gritty sandpaper that you roll on your foot to like roll out, you know, like grind off calluses basically. And they have these three women walk out and all sit down in matching beach chairs, and they each put their and you know, like from the from the front they each put their feet up so you see the bottoms of their feet and you've got like nice feet, nice feet, 
And then like calloused feet, but not super gross, just like a normal amount of callous. But she, the callous foot woman is like, oh, I'm ashamed. I mean, there is a lot of foot shaming, I feel like, that doesn't mm-hmm. need to happen. Like callous feet are normal. But I thought that was actually pretty effective. Like, oh, yeah, like when you're at the beach, you want to have like soft, nice looking feet. You know what the worst foot? No, I don't know if it's the worst. One of the worst foot commercials is that goddamn ped egg thing. Oh, I, I thought about that, but yeah. Uh, it like scrapes it off, scrapes the off dead all the dead skin. skin. Ugh, Gross. Christ. All right, so we leave feet the behind. The legitimately putting me in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm not even joking. All right, should we leave feet behind? Yes, we should. And let's look society. at this Febreze ad. And this is from a series that I thought was actually extremely effective as, as an ad strategy where... Oh, uh, I think I know this one. People's, people are walked blindfold into some situation that should be very smelly and asked what they can smell. So I don't know what this one particularly is, but I know there's one where somebody walks into like an apartment and doesn't have like an old nasty couch where people have been smoking and there have been pets and stuff, mm-hmm. but they're blindfolded. So they don't know that it's nasty yeah. in there and it smells nice. And they take off the blindfold and they realize they're in somebody's nasty ass apartment. Well, this is a house that's recently had a party thrown in it. And then some people are brought in to smell it. To prove Febreze eliminates tough odors, we threw a party. The next day, we sprayed the new Febreze air effects oh, and God, let in real yeah. people. I'd say it was fine. A lot of dirty dishes all over the place. Like, they had a whole, like, banquet feast laid out, and nobody cleaned it up. They'd even do the tiniest bit of cleanup before they went to bed, which means there's probably fish served and all kinds of nasty things. You're really like coloring in the details here. I I know how this goes. Someone probably like left an upper decker. I mean, anything's possible. The new sprayed the new Febreze air effects and let in real people. I'd say it was very pleasant. Flowers everywhere. Are they hanging a dead fish in that scene? It looks like a sock that's going around on the ceiling fan. Oh, God. (laughs) Febreze did a really great job. I thought that particular kitchen scene had really bugged me. Yeah, it's a real nasty kitchen. If I'm the people... Air effects eliminates tough odors for good. And against odors in small rooms, there's Oh, bathroom is super nasty. Just click and set it anywhere for continuous freshness. Febreze set and refresh and new air effects. Two ways to We have those set and refreshes. We do. They're okay. They're okay. Um, I, I think we should get a can of the spray stuff, though. Like, that's something that's getting worse with me, but maybe better for society is my... um need for things to be clean used to be that I would clean my own stuff and then avoid other people's messes. Uh-huh. But now if I realize if I have to even be around somebody else's mess for even a little bit, I'm just going to clean the stupid thing. Like when did you clean someone else's mess? I mean, other than me, obviously. I'm trying to think. Well, this is not quite the same thing, but I will admit something here. At a former place of employment, do you know this? No. You're already laughing. Oh, I think I do. I think I know what, what dirty mess you're going to be talking about. A former place of employment, the kitchen was nasty. Kitchen and being a generous term for a room. No, a tiny, this was actually oh, a real oh, okay. kitchen. This is a different Because you worked in a place that had basically like a closet with a microwave in it. Well, listen, what am I even dancing? People will be able to tell what I'm talking about because I got off work at 10 o'clock at this job. Uh-huh. I would get off the air at 10 o'clock and people were just piling up dishes higher and higher and higher in this radio station's kitchen and nobody was doing anything about it and it was just nasty as hell so when i would come into work in the afternoon to start prepping my show i would start kind of i would take a little bit of a mental note to make sure that the dishes or cups that i was targeting had been there more than a couple of days and then 
after my show got off the air and I was the only one in the building, I just started throwing people's plates away. Do you what? not know that? I don't think I knew you threw them away. Because I'm thinking like if there was like... So, you're, like you're saying, oh, I like to clean people's messes. No, no, well, no. Well, no, this is a bad you're, example you're of that. You're not cleaning anyone's No, this is not there. an example of that. Yeah. But like people would just like, let's say a typical I'm thing not, might be I'm like... I'm supportive of this yeah, approach, by the way. Like somebody made chili in a mug. Yeah. Right? And they left. And mugs are important at radio stations too because guests come, they want to get coffee. But we just had paper cups now for guests. And... Let's say somebody heats up some chili in a mug and they leave it on the sink and then it sits there and then like it sits there and it sits there day, day, day after day. And then by yeah, the Friday, bosses should not allow that to go. I to just happen. started I just started wrapping them up in paper towels so it wasn't obvious and I would throw away maybe like one piece of one or two pieces of But you uh, would you would pick at the edges from the from the longest offenders i would try to do that and i would try to make sure that it wasn't somebody there was still at least one person you know it's a 24-hour newsroom so there'd always be at least one editor at the desk i would try to make sure that i didn't get caught doing it although i i would guess that 90 percent of the people in that building would support this vigilanteism yeah anyway but i can't i know that there are other examples of me just like digging in and doing the cleaning i can't think of what they are right now yeah no i don't you're i think there was a time when i was because of my weird food aversions, I don't know if we're getting into that too. Like, no, I didn't even think of that creamy Part cheese two, everybody. sauce like situation. Um, there was a time when I wouldn't want to do somebody else's dishes. I got to say, even like when talk about us first dating, I want to say not even our first date, but when I was visiting you and. Um, your the very first time I met you, uh, a mutual friend was dating your roommate. They're now married. This is almost twenty years ago, um, and there were four of you young women living in this tiny, not tiny, but relatively yeah, shitty, let's say, a shitty say walk up, sh- yeah. shitty cozy walk up in, in Boston. And um, we all had dinner together, and you guys made us dinner. So I volunteered to w- wash the dishes, which I think you should do if you're a house guest. Um, oh, and that had that. That had the sink in like that very claustrophobic yes, little alleyway. Yes, it was a alleyway. very tiny th- sink, and you guys weren't as like already neat nicky as I was. So whatever sponge was there, yeah. Was well, one of my roommates grungy. was messy. Is it was and is way messier than I am. Yeah, it's a pretty messy kitchen situation. When she and I lived together, it was epic. You know, I just remembered something the other day. Um, I was taking a shower. And our shower was not as clean as I like it to be. Right. And I was thinking, oh, God, I got to clean it. This is nasty. And then I had a flashback. I had forgotten this. I'd probably repressed this. (laughs) Your shower in maybe your third apartment in Boston, the one where you and Jessica lived by yourselves. Yeah. You're going to have to bleep that out, but go ahead. I can't say her name. No, I'm kidding. It was so nasty and i had forgotten that like i cringed every time i walked into that shower i don't remember either of us ever cleaning that bathroom i mean it was nasty oh i believe it and you guys just kept on doing it you just kept on walking in that shower every day like it ain't no thing and you were two women living together too so you had like between the two of you 75 half filled bottles of shampoo sure. and body wash we both and had loofahs, like long hair but nobody had just a goddamn bar of soap so I'm like trying to like just like make these concoctions out of like whatever body wash I never heard that part oh god I don't think I've ever you doing really your con- bathroom alchemy did I even tell you about how nasty that shower was I, I don't think I ever raced it with you no, we were too new together we were very to- new and I can imagine you seeing that as like a like kind of an overstep which I probably Probably would have oh, been. God, Although, so to be nasty. fair, that's gross of me. Yeah, that, and, and but Jessica. also, to be fair, we're still together, so I guess 
no harm, no we foul. Worked it, we worked it out. Do we just have one more commercial here? One more. Um, this is for Clorox disinfecting wipes. And I think this one won't gross you out so much. It's more, it focuses more on the clean than the dirty, but there is a lot of dirty when the mother, so the mother comes home. There is a lot of dirty. <laughs> and the the dad, and I kind of don't like this one because it's like, dads can't figure out how to keep a house clean or a baby. Oh, uh, mommy dads. Not, not clean. Or, I'm sorry, what are we, baby, baby, di- ba- ba- or no, not, baby uh, husbands? Uh, yeah, mommy wives and what do we call them? I don't, I thought it was, I don't. Anyway, this is like a, this is a dumb dad. Um, so she comes home and she looks like she maybe like was man babies and mommy wives. man babies and mommy wives. She comes home and she looks like she would maybe at yoga or something. She's wearing like a sweatshirt and she walks into the kitchen and it's just a disaster zone. And the, there's a, like a baby that's apparently been changed on their kitchen, you know, Island butcher block Island, which you don't want to put, you don't want to, no. you know, inter intermingle baby poo and butcher block but i mean you're gonna be cutting vegetables directly on that the whole point is these clorox disinfecting wipes though are like they do the job they're probably not good for wood oh god of all the things that happen on your wooden surface oh god disinfecting naked ass on the counter on the wooden counter God, only 15 seconds. Thank you. I actually think that <laughs> you went kind of easy on me. I would have expected a lot more like dirty sock smelling and cr- cheesy cream sauces. Well, the, you know, I didn't think about the cheese. So we've, well, there's plenty more to mine here. You slapped me with a piece of cheese once and I'll never forgive you for it. And I put a jelly bean in my mouth and then I put it back in the bag we were eating from and he threw out the whole bag. That's right. This whole show has really been more about our relationship. <laughs> I mean, I know we always talk People about our relationship like that, a little though. bit, but like this whole show is really just about our relationship. <laughs> All right, let's get out of this hell and check in on the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words to say like when I sing along to the song that I've heard about what episode number is this? 106? 106. 106 times just in the show alone and I still get the lyrics wrong. <laughs> I'm apparently not afraid of making an ass of myself at any given time. I wanted to play this commercial for you. This is one you haven't seen yet. Actually, our buddy uh, Tierra from Baltimore sent this to me. What up, Tierra? She always gets a kick about it. She she always gets a kick out of it when I refer to her as Tierra from Baltimore. I don't know why. She signs her text messages, Tierra from Baltimore. Why are you signing your text messages anyway? Um, I am not going to tell you what's going on with this commercial. I want you to see it first. I want to see if you have the same reaction that Tierra and I have. Okay. It is... Um, for some sort of Fisher Price toy, actually Fisher Price little people. Remember those little uh, sure little the, little peg bodies, little round heads. Right, and these are two kids, a boy and a girl, and I'm gonna say they're like two years old, and maybe I'm a little bit off on that age, but they're they should be pre language, mm-hmm. right? They're pretty small. Um, and they're playing together, and they start talking. Help! I'm stuck in the tree again. Really stuck. I just know she likes to help. I'm not really stuck. I just know he. Do you see what's going on here? Well, the little kids are—they're like putting—they're like doing sort of like 
CGI to make it look like they're talking. This is like a commercial where there was a big trend like five years ago where it was nothing but talking animals in commercials, right? right? And they did that weird, and it was pretty kind of crappy CGI where it made it look like the animal's mouth was moving to make them talk. They're doing that. These kids are not, they're not two years old. These kids look like they're three or four. They should not be pre-verbal, but the the language and the sentences that you're hearing come out of their mouths are far more advanced than than their age would suggest so it's and it's also clear just from the special effects that they're not really saying these here watch the rest of this i'm not really stuck i just know she likes to help i'm not really stuck i just know he needs a friend up there who's saving who am i right nurture their caring how screwed up and weird looking is that first of all it's just what a misfire it's just so off-putting to see this. So, like they're they're kind of mangling these kids' faces well, using this technology. Let me to back make it up and just like tell people talking. what what they're hearing or what what we're seeing while they're hearing that. It's these two little kids. Um, I would say they're not two, but maybe three or four. They're at a little table in what looks like a preschool, and they have a Fisher Price playset in front of them. The little boy has a cat. The little girl has a fireman, and they are playing together. And the she the cat gets stuck in the tree, and then she takes the firefighter and puts the firefighter in the tree. And then they have this little sort of t- direct to camera, like I'm just doing this because I like to play with my friend. But it's so clear from the footage that we're looking at that they didn't really say these things, and they just could of like they literally put these words in their mouths, like an animal, like an like animal. A, like a, they've turned these human beings into like talking dogs. Yes, and and it totally takes the it it makes it so joyless, isn't it? And just it's weird to see because they're human beings. Can I tell you what I think happened here? And I I would love to know if I'm right, and I I don't know how we would ever prove it. This has the feel of a patched up job to me. Like this has a feeling of like let's put these two kids and let them just play mm. together with with Fisher Price toys and we'll film it and it'll be a great natural sort of scene of them enjoying these fun toys but for whatever reason what they got what they actually got wasn't usable yeah, because maybe. you can see they the parts where they have them like do the the lip syncing uh-huh. are very brief and then they immediately they just they do it to establish that the kid is talking then they cut to like b-roll basically right i think that they've they fucked up and they had to. This was the best thing they could cobble together from the footage that they got. It is real. I mean, you. It is so. Is this part of a series of these? I I was just doing a little googling right now, trying to figure that out. I don't it know. It seems like such a misfire. It is a mess. It is a. Speaking of, let's. That's actually the perfect segue into this next one. Also, <laughs> another sent in, kid kid toy. Mess. Another kid toy commercial sent in by another friend of ours, Kat Solon, who's been on the show a couple of times now. And a, and a filmmaker herself, and a commercial maker herself, um, she sent this to us. What is it for again? I don't even... I think it's for Target. It's for Target. It. It's a total Viv, I can't even... I mean, I'm a little bit out of it today, so I'm doing a bad job of describing these commercials. But on my best day, <laughs> yeah. I could not describe what's happening in this commercial. It seems like you might have a slightly better grasp. I've on, seen it on a it. couple times. I'm still totally not, still not totally sure what we're seeing. But these two children talk to and have conversations with a bunch of toys like toys come to life that i guess you would get at target it opens with the target dog for some reason you know like the the target dog is walking up to a house yeah and then inside the house you see like a full-size lego batman who's animated to interact with the kids right and a a, a full-size barbie like a life-size there's also i think like an iron man but they're all even though they're they're different 
sized toys. They're now all child. They're all like human sized. There's minions in here. There's minions and some and Fisher the, Price. The it looks like maybe sort of little them, people again. Like this, ha- like we want you to set up this house. So they go through this dollhouse, this giant life-size dollhouse, and sort of set up the rooms. I mean, trying to describe it is a losing battle because it's just a Michigas. Why don't you play it, and then we'll read what Kat had to say about it. Yeah, and I want to point, like, it it just doesn't make sense. First of all, there's one line of dialogue that I still don't know what they're saying in. And I know that I've said that about a bunch of other commercials, and other people can tell. So I'm thinking that might be on me a little bit, my old man ears. I don't have my (laughs) ear horn. Um but it also doesn't make sense. Like, she's showing Barbie around the house. And, of course, she's a girl. So she's showing Barbie a closet where we can keep all of our holiday fashions. But the closet is empty for some reason. Why is it not filled with holiday clothes? It doesn't make any sense to me. Is this it? It's go time. So the kids need you. Later, lobster. Okay. So here we... No, I'm going to walk you maybe through. Maybe if I'm, we played with all of these toys and like watched all the Lego movies or something, it would make sense. Or Because we don't like watch the Lego movies or watch the Minion movies. But okay, so Target Dog is walking up to this house. That's the first minute. Is this it? And there's two little kids outside of the house now, and they're saying, is this it? It's- now, suddenly, one of the kids has a walkie-talkie, and she says, it's go time. It's go time. So, the kids need you. Now... She's talking to Lego Alfred. Lego. Maybe this is just going to be good for me. Maybe I'll understand (laughs) this by the end. Now, uh, Lego. You know what makes a successful commercial? One that you have to do a deep tech, uh, a deep dive on. So clearly Lego Batman is in his Lego bat cave and he's about to tuck into a Lego lobster dinner. I take it. But Alfred just got a call from this little girl on his uh, on his walkie talkie. So, the kids need you. Later, lobster. Hurry! Let's go! Okay, so hurry, let's go. Now we see that Batman is heading to this house as is Iron Man, mm-hmm. but it's not Lego Iron Man. It's like And a, Spider-Man is And too. Spider-Man, but they're like different, they're different toy lines, you right. can tell. Thanks for coming, everyone. We, we got- see like other Lego characters in there, some minions, some things that are flying around and shit. Also, apropos of nothing, I hate this tunic that the little girl is wearing. Yeah, and now now we see the t- the two little kids, little girl, little boy. I don't know why. Yeah, she's wearing almost like a. It's like a poncho. A girly version of what the man with no name might wear, right? Like right a wool, before, like a yeah, right. like a poncho. But you know, let, let, I guess no need to be cruel. She can wear whatever she wants. Um, and uh, and they're talking to this whole gang of toys that are now gathered in their lobby. In the this living room or the foyer. Magic house, yeah. Thanks for coming, everyone. We found this special house for a super special family. Uh, where's the special part? That's where you all come in. Here, I see a big tree. So w- where does the special come in, Batman wants to know. And so she says, that's where you guys come in. So now they're going to start working on this house. I mean, isn't it kind of special that these two kids now have a McMansion? Like, that seems special to me. Yeah. I mean, again, I think we're looking for something to make sense where it just simply doesn't. Okay. So they all work on the house. Yeah. So they're starting to work on the house. Now we're up in a bedroom and there's an empty closet. Here, I see a big tree and a closet filled with holiday outfits. Dream houses do come true. But the closet is empty with, like, bare hangers hanging from it. But, so. I mean, the girl, I think, is saying to Barbie, like, hey, as you're part of fixing this house up, could you fill this closet with clothing? But we never get a payoff on that. We only see an empty closet. No. Think they'll like it? 
And also, this little kid, I can't tell what this little kid is saying. He says something about a tree right before we get to the closet part. This is the part, that, the line that confuses me. Here, I see a big tree. Here, I see a big tree. Here, I see a big tree. Like, I guess, a big Christmas tree. Right. Bad sound mixer. And a closet filled with holiday outfits. Stream houses do come true. Think they'll like it? Yep. They're going to love it. Now, who's they? I think, okay, here's what I think is happening. And this is in no way a defense of this commercial. But I think when they say to these... Have you ever, there's like a, it's like a, there's a story, like a kid's Christmas story that's kind of like this, where like they tell the, these toys, like you're going to fix this house up for a special family. Surprise, the toys are the special family. It's their house. Oh. But again, that's after watching this four times and sitting here and doing a close reading of it that would rival anything I ever did on the yellow wallpaper. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i just got your yellow wallpaper joke i um uh who wrote that again charlotte perkins gilman yeah good good um god that that would be an interesting four element. years of an english degree everybody that would be an interesting element of this of this uh, <laughs> there's like a woman in the there was a toy in the attic <laughs> yes one toy and, and there's, stuck in the attic and she's pulling all the wallpaper yeah. off of the wall um yeah. Also, can we even talk about the fact that Target started their their holiday commercials? Like now, it's not even after Thanksgiving; it's after Halloween. Well, obviously, we're going to have to do some holiday commercial shows yeah. here. But uh, let's, okay. let's not please let's not um, open that can of worms yet. All right, let's let's let this ring out. So I do want to say thank you to Kat and uh, for bringing that to our attention because it is a hot mess. I don't want to thank her. Well, I was happier before I saw that. Um, I asked Kat why she specifically didn't like it because, you know, as someone who works in this business she, and also works with a lot of visual effects, uh, she has a really uh, specific and, and informed perspective on it. She wrote, to me, the narrative doesn't make sense. Agree. Uh, and yes, I hate the visual effects. I don't like how all of the scales of the toys are off, like how the, the Iron Man is essentially somehow to scale with like the, uh, roughly the same size or like only twice the size of the Legos. Uh, it cheapens it. I think the girl is being asked to act way too cutesy. Um, and the one that circulates on Hulu for me is the Barbie centric one. And it's Ugh. especially infuriating because I hate that. And Hulu thinks I just want the Barbie one. Yeah. Oh God, that is irritating. All right. Let's lift our spirits here with Indeed. some jingles. Now I have not heard these. I try to protect myself from these because <laughs> I want to be delighted on the You try show. to live in a z- jingle free zone until the show. Yeah. Well, this first one is from listener Kelsey. And again, I do want to say, if you don't hear yours um, today, we've got a couple more, and I'm very excited to play them, but uh, it's they're so fun that I do like to, to sort of uh, uh, space them out a little bit. Uh, this first one is from listener Kelsey, and uh, she remembers a commercial from uh, back in the 80s that I think will sound familiar to a lot of folks. Why don't you give this a play? Okay. Hi, this is Kelsey calling from Grass Valley, California. I am sitting in my 2008 Scion XD outside my apartment because I'm too embarrassed to leave this message in front of my boyfriend. Wait, hold on. So many dazzling details right there. For starters, I know that feeling. You have to go out to your car if you're going to record something. (laughs) Secondly, 2008 Scion XD. Yeah. That's what you used to drive. That's what we used to drive. Yeah. That's that's my that's my soul car. That's your soul car. Do you think that Kelsey bought it from us and that's why we don't have it anymore? I mean, I met the person who we sold it to. I don't think that's that was her. Too embarrassed to leave this message in front of my boyfriend. But here is a jingle I think I will remember forever. Here it goes. Hello, mother. Hello, father. 
please text mosquitoes. Really bother? Thanks for the package. That's why I'm writing. Canine Advantix quickly stops all the biting. <laughs> Swimming, hiking, tent pitching. They're not biting. I'm not itching. Can't wait to show you all my new tricks. Thanks again for sending me Canine Advantix. All right, power out. <laughs> I um, have. I don't think I've ever seen that commercial she's talking about, but I can tell you right away that I love that it's got a full narrative arc. It yes. starts with the problem, but then we get a second verse that is celebrating the solution. Yeah, and of course, it's a, a riff on the famous Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. Uh, God, there song. was one from my youth that used yeah, that other, same tune. Yeah, other marketers have used it for sure. But I can't remember what it was. There was one from the 80s. Oh, it's right on the tip of my brain. Well, right in, listener. Oh, if you remember God. who else used that. Do you want to hear the original? She yeah, got it really, I want to hear the original. Really well. Yeah, I want to hear the original. <laughs> Come on. This is of a very cute puppy at a, at camp. All right, here, here it is. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Please take mosquitoes. Really bother. I didn't know it said fleas, ticks, mosquitoes. I thought it, I just heard mosquitoes. So this whole time I thought it was a little boy singing this oh, or no. a little girl. I no, guess. no, it's a puppy. It's a really cute like fleas, ticks, uh, oh, like okay. uh, yellow lab puppy. Um, and actually its mouth movements, which are, you know, done as an effect here, are more convincing than those children <laughs> in the play school commercial we saw. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Fleas, ticks, mosquitoes. And you can, really you can see that the they knew package. people were going to have a hard time with fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, because when when he sings fleas, ticks, mosquitoes, they, oh, show, right. they show it written on a lettered home, yes. so you can follow along. Good call. I'm not itching. Can't wait to show you all my new tricks. Thanks again for sending me canine advantics. Only canine advantics. That's good. I'll take Kelsey's, though. I actually think Kelsey's is better. Yes. And Kelsey, thank you so much. That was a real treat. Um, all right, one more, and this one I know you'll remember. Um, although listener Allison has done something very creative with this uh, with this classic. All right, should I just play it? Yeah. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve, this is Allison from Madison, Wisconsin. I am here to sing you a jingle for Zest Soap. So here we go. Zest fully clean. Zest fully clean. You're not fully clean unless you're zest fully clean. That's what I remember from my childhood. Yep. And the strange thing is that in my mind, that one always gets mixed together with the Hellman's Mayonnaise. I believe it was Hellman's Mayonnaise commercial from that same era. So I have a little mashup for you also. We're getting back into my phobias here because now I'm picturing people <laughs> washing with mayonnaise. It looks like this. Bring out the best. Bring out the best in the one best mayonnaise. You are not fully clean. <laughs> fully clean. That's All right. gross. It's a, Thanks, good, guys. it's a good mashup. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Allison. I remember the Zest one very, very well. I, I tried to sing along with it, but of course I messed up the lyrics again, which really raises the question, why am I trying to sing over other people's songs? Uh, Zest fully clean. <laughs> Zest announces a These whole These people are so psyched to be in the shower. Zest fully clean. You're not fully clean unless you're Zest fully clean. Introducing new improved Zest deodorant bar. First it lathers you clean, then it rinses you cleaner. Look at me. Do I look clean to you? Right. Surprise. I'm not fully clean. She's behind the, uh, she's she's talking to you behind like the glass of a shower door. That has soap but scum But the on shower it. door has a little bit of soap scum on it. I think they did the same trick for uh, some sort of cleaning solutions back in the day, right? Didn't somebody wipe the door? Yeah, I, mean, I think it was a, it was sort of a, it was a real co- competitor's 
type of advertising. Like we did, we get it really clean. Unless I'm zestfully clean. This is what happens with soap. Soap leaves a sticky film on oh, you. Oh yeah, I remember this away. so well. But new zest leaves no sticky film. It she kind of uh, uses her fingers in the soap scum on the door to kind of draw an outline of her uh, kind of profile. This is you fully clean. A whole new kind of clean. Zest fully clean. Zest fully clean. This is like therapy after You're all those nasty clean. <laughs> You do love showers. I really love showers. And Maybe I I'll love do a whole show of just things that you love. <laughs> just therapy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do should we play the helmet? Yeah, one? here's the mayonnaise one, which I had forgotten, but now uh now that she sings them together, they do sound like they should be they should be a little mashup. When you want to bring out real taste, bring out the Hellman's real mayonnaise. Bring out the yays, bring out the praise for the one best mayonnaise. You're not fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. All right, now I need to see the zest one again because I'm, again, thinking about people showering with mayonnaise, which is very, very, it's not like uh, a comfortable place for me to be. I know. Uh, All right, well, thank you guys so much, Allison. Kelsey. Yes, thank you. Thank you. you. Those are great. And I'm sorry that I didn't realize that you were singing about a dog. I mean, it literally has canine in the title. (laughs) Oh, you thought it was a flea and tick solution for children? I thought it was a... For some reason, (laughs) I thought it was like off spray, sort of. Like it was an anti-mosquito situation. I really wish I could remember... Hello, mother. Hello, father. Because before I even knew the original song, I knew it from the commercial. I later learned that it was a play on a... Nah, I don't know. I'll never get Send there. Send it in. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. I really got some brain cloud today. Sorry about that, but that was fun. Thanks for putting that all together. Everybody, if you want to if you want to call in with your jingle or anything you want to share with us, the phone number is 607-444-5597. Again, that's 607-444-5597. You can find us uh, on Facebook at After These Messages Show, uh, which is a Facebook group, and it is always popping there. And you can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. We love to hear from you. That's right. After these messages, show at gmail.com. And if you want to um, see my uh, new Twitter project uh, where I am archiving all of my. I didn't um, know we were doing plugs. <laughs> we're doing plugs. I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug Northwest Nerd. All right. Plug Northwest Nerd. I was on uh, another podcast with our friends Nick Jarin and Dyer Oxley. Uh, it's called Northwest Nerd. They take a critical and, uh, rep- and very uh, in-depth reporting look at nerd culture and i got to be in their roundtable episode to talk about my abandonment of twitter how'd that go by the way it was really fun and i actually listened to it and i thought it's i thought it was interesting so and it's already out yeah it's out it's out right now northwest nerd and you can also find it by going to nw nerd yes. i think right isn't that maybe what their address is and um yeah well that's better than what i was going to say no so i was plug just, your plug no, your new project it's, it's stupid but I've been doing draw something for a few years now, and I've been saving my favorite draw something drawings. If you don't know what draw something is, it's like an iPad game. And now I am uh, posting my favorite draw something drawings on a new Twitter feed. And he's hungry for competitors, so get at him. I, oh, that's true. Yeah, if, if you want to play. I'm not hungry for other competitive Twitter feeds where you post your favorite draw something drawings. I would like to own this space, but if you (laughs) want to play draw something with me, uh, go to Twitter. It's, uh, what is it? It's uh, Walsh Draws. 
at Walsh Draws. How was that not taken? Oh, you started a whole new Twitter account. Yeah, I started a Twitter account dedicated to oh. Walsh Drawings, and it's Walsh Draws. Because I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. So I'm going to hit the big time. You have a rich, full life. Oh, God. Halfway through me explaining that, I realized that I... <laughs> I need to cut this all out. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks, Vives. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Rest in peace, Delarice's nieces. Rest with me. Next to me is a table with empties. Don't tempt me. I burn hemp leaves more style than ten Fonzie Bentleys. I'm really loaded from good fellas.